Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, Kanye, and What's in Your Kitchen. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and Tyler Yoakum. You've entered into the underground. Welcome. That's official. How's that for a beginning? I like it. Yeah. Kind of got a little Rod Serling taste there, you know, with the, the Twilight Zone, but... Oh, I, I don't. It sounded original to me. You could have claimed that as your own, <laughs> and I would have uh, believed you 100%. Gosh, I wonder how many old TV ideas I could use that you would have no clue about Yeah, I could claim as my own. There's so many old things. Old TV, old, yeah. you know, or old sort of pop culture. Maybe every week you intro the show with some something you stole from an old TV show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll work on that, and and then I'll just claim it as mine. <laughs> there's nothing illegal. You, you'll have no idea. All right, there's nothing illegal. Listeners about might that. know, maybe not though. Yeah. Hey, welcome. I'm Darren Hansen. I'm Tyler Yoakum. and it's episode seven of season two. We're so far in this thing, like they couldn't stop us if they wanted to. We are you know? knee deep. <laughs> we are knee deep in <laughs> us. Talking. In us. In our episodes. In our season. And it's we just have a fun time. We just keep it rocking, keep it rolling. Yeah, we you announced. I mean, this last Sunday uh, on, from stage about our podcast network. So there might be new listeners to this very episode. Wow, I that, hope so. That came on, subscribed. They're waiting for something to pop up in their feed, and this will be the first thing they hear, unless you know they went back and listened to old stuff. It's getting easier and easier to listen to podcasts. So easy. You know, a lot of the platforms now are getting so easy. And yeah, it's a, there's accept, more of them accessible. Yeah. And you've got uh, all you gotta do is go to our website, newhopechurch.cc/listen. And you've you're working on a new app. I'm trying real right? hard. Yeah, spent my so, whole morning I mean, on it. Did you really? Yeah. Well, from what I've seen about it so far, it looks really good. Yeah. So that's gonna be once you know once that's ready to roll, then that's gonna be a really good way to listen to. So there's just all sorts of cool ways you can listen to us. And if you're listening to us right now, you've already found a way. Yeah. Why are we explaining this to you? You like, I know, you just know. kind of yeah. preaching to the choir. Yeah. Actually some inside baseball on that app because you know, underground is just that it's behind the scenes, right? Uh, the, the provider of our app platform, like the people that actually like, you know, keep the lights on or whatever so that it can function accidentally rolled it out early, like way early than it was ever supposed to roll out. Oh. And so if, you're listening to this and you have auto updates turned on like on your app store so that apps just update in the background and you don't have to go in and manually do it. There's a chance that you might have the new New Hope app that's completely wrong and not ready to be out yet. So, you know, sorry if you do that. If you do have that, I can't. I'm working on it. We'll have we'll have the right version out soon, maybe. Well, I noticed it, but I didn't know if it was official to say, so I didn't yeah. I hope I should say. Well, and again, it's like it kinda happened. It was like a mistake that was made. Should I have brought this up at all? No, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, okay, fun. It's okay. like it's like the underground. It's like our family. <laughs> if there's anyone that I want to know about this this glaring error, it's the people that listen the to us. The glaring error. It's the people that listen to us every week and Well, I've been messing around with a glaring error and I think it's pretty good. Cool. No, I like that. Yeah. And again, and that, I've and you're been, not even done yet. Right. I've been working hard on it, so hopefully it'll roll out here in the next couple of weeks and then everyone can have the updated correct version and it'll be fun. Well, welcome everyone, no matter how you got here. Yes, it's good to have you. So we are ready to roll. I've got a story. One that you probably read online this week, perhaps? I know that you're really uh, surprised. surprised. (laughs) If there's one thing you can count on in underground, it's uh, consistency. Amen, my brother. (laughs) Okay, this this is a recent happening. 
there was a lady in France, a French lady, she's in her 90s, and she actually found, well, they were going through her stuff, and in her kitchen was a painting. Now, this painting uh, was was actually taken to somebody to find out what it is. Antique Brocha? She has no idea where she even got it. She okay. can't remember. She's had it in her kitchen forever. Right. Apparently, it was a painting that was uh, done by an artist in the 1200s. Oh. An Italian artist, famous Italian artist. Okay. Now, you may not know his name. I may not know his name. It's, it's and I'm going to probably mispronounce it, Chiambu. It's C-I-A-M-B-U-E. But he was he was a famous painter, painted a lot of, painted a lot of things in some cathedrals. Uh, uh, mainly religious sim- sim- symbols and stuff, and she had an eight by ten painting done by him called "The Mocking of Jesus" during the trial of Jesus, and it just so happens that they went ahead and auctioned it, and it sold for twenty six point six million dollars. Wow, that's an expensive eight by ten, and it was just in her kitchen. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. So I was curious, what do you have in your kitchen that <laughs> that might be somewhat valuable that you maybe you didn't even know was valuable? Yeah. Do you have any like weird paintings or weird things like your parents gave you or your grandmother gave you? I can promise you that we have no paintings in our kitchen. I don't think we have any paintings <laughs> in our home. Um, we have a KitchenAid mixer. Yeah, that we got for our, I think we got it for our wedding. Could that be special? Could that be worth some money? I mean, it's it was it was pretty expensive. I think it was a couple hundred bucks or something. That's probably the most expensive thing we have in our kitchen, though. Okay, um, but it's not it's not like you can take it to a curator. Yeah, I have no uh, I have no twelve hundredth year French painting um, of Jesus's uh, trial. Well, the lady was French, but the painting was actually Italian. Oh, I didn't know there was a difference. Oh yes, there's a big difference. Okay, sorry about uh, that. Two totally different countries. Really Groups sorry to our French and Italian <laughs> listeners. We uh, we have so many. Of I retract them. that statement. Um, I uh, did I tell did I tell you? Sorry, just a quick side note here. Um, when I was in junior high, I think I might have told this story on Instagram before, or at least just told it to you. Maybe I don't know. Uh, in junior high, I used to skip geography map tests and said I had band lessons because you in junior high you would have band lessons in a period once every other week or every right. whatever, and so. That always fell in my geography class. Well, if I knew there was a map test that week, I said I had band lessons, and then I would go to the band room and just kind of hang out because I, I was friends like kind of with the band teacher and stuff. And so I would skip the map quizzes because I always thought that if I could skip them, that I wouldn't have to make it up. Like I just got an A on it for because I had band lessons, you know? And so one, I didn't do great in geography from a grade level, but two... I don't know anything about geography <laughs> to this day. So you told that story basically to just tell me, hey, I don't know the difference between France and Italy anyway. Exactly. I feel, like, I, I feel like I needed to clarify my statement of what's the difference by, one, making it clear that I wasn't joking, that wasn't to be funny. <laughs> Two, I'm an idiot. Um, you're three, not, I know you're no, not like, an idiot. You I just don't... happen to know more about music than you do geography. That's, that's well, all. That's true. It doesn't make you that's an true. idiot. Yeah. It makes you specialized. I'm special. You are. Yeah. You're special and specialized. And I... I uh I probably side more on geography than I do the music. Yeah, you don't know as many Ariana Grande songs, but you know yeah. the difference between If Italy I had an opportunity, I would have skipped a music class to go hang out with maps. Yeah. 
But anyway, do you have any uh, paintings in your kitchen? Well, I'm just, I, I was thinking about what might be valuable in my kitchen. Um, I need to sort through it more, you know, cause there's, there's some, there, we got a lot of stuff, you know, over the years. I got a, uh, you ever seen Christmas Vacation? Uh, yeah. Chevy Chase movie? Yeah. Do you remember, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Eddie? Uh, yeah. When they're drinking eggnog and he has that cup that looks like a, a Christmas moose. Yes. I have that cup. Oh. That glass. I don't know. Maybe that's worth something. From the movie set? No, just it was a replica. Oh, okay. But I don't know how many people, I don't know how many people that have that. That's true. You could say it was from the movie set if you, you know, were into lying and sending and stuff. Right. And I could say Randy Quaid drank from it. Yeah. Or Dennis Quaid. Another great Quaid. How many Quaids are there? I think that's and it. And Randy's the one that's on Christmas vacation. Are they are they brothers related? Yeah, they're brothers. Oh, they are? Yeah. Cool. I just assumed that they were in some way connected but based on their last exactly. name. Exactly. How but many Quaids that are there? Be, that might be valuable. I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm asking you listeners, is it possible that you got something worth, I don't know, $26.6 million in your kitchen? If yeah. you do, you need to pay attention. And donate it to the church. That's right. That's ultimately what you're getting at, right? That's exactly what I'm getting at. <laughs> I do in my office. I do have an old picture of Jesus behind you there. It's uh, it's actually I think Byzantine, and it's a and it, it's I'm sure it's just a print. I can't remember where I got it. Somebody gave it to me. I've never taken out of its uh frame. Oh my goodness! So who knows? Maybe we should take it out of the frame. See if maybe, it's like a real painting that's signed by Ben Latine or ben, yeah, with Bentatine. paints only used in the 1200s. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I need to do my own little uh. Get my chemistry set out and see. It'd be a bummer if you like had like a really rare painting that was like framed and once you exposed it to air, it like, you know, shredded itself or something. Like you, you know what That'd I mean? so cool. I would love to be an art detective. Ooh. That would be is so that a, awesome. Is that, a, is that a job? Art detective? Well, I saw a TV show called Art Detectives and they were, they were these people who were really well versed in oh. and educated in art and they would go find these really kind of hidden paintings if you will around around England and Scotland and around the UK. Yeah. And they would go into these like people's personal libraries and things and they would actually find uh paintings that are painted over by another painting and they would take that original the painting off to get to the original and find out it's really valuable. Whoa. I don't know how they even figured it out. Yeah, that's but it crazy. Pretty, it's really cool show, but I'm kind of a nerd that way, so. Yeah, it's like how you like maps. Yeah, it's like a documentary of art history, and uh, I like it. Anyway, I'm sure I'm boring our audience to tears at this point. No, that's, I just thought it was an interesting. They story. subscribe to this podcast 20, for art history. What's in your kitchen? Yeah, I think that's that's my main question because you just never know. What's in your kitchen? <laughs> hey, that could be a reality show. <laughs> Reminds me of what's in your wallet. You know that yeah. one commercial, but it's like what's in your kitchen? What's in your kitchen? That oh my gosh! Instead of being an art detective, you could be a kitchen detective, where mm-hmm. you just go into people's kitchens and you talk about things in the kitchen. I just find the most valuable thing in your kitchen and talk about it. In my kitchen, it would be a KitchenAid mixer Yeah, from this century. In my kitchen, it's that moose mug yeah. or moose glass that wow. from Christmas vacation. Yeah, That's the only thing I can think of that's maybe worth money. and I, I'd say maybe 4 or $5. Gosh, I love Dennis Quaid. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that was a great story. Hey, guess what is coming up this week? What? Halloween. Ooh, I know, and, and you're Mr. Fearful. Skeletons. And you said you're going to have your light off. You're not going to have trick-or-treaters is what yeah, you said because well, your dog goes crazy. Well, Rachel and I were talking about that. Yeah, we're, we're not sure if we're going to 
brave that again in hopes that Daisy has learned from her mistakes last year and won't bark at the kids or um yeah if she'll uh, if we just need to keep the lights off so she doesn't get you know I turn all my lights on but kids don't come by our house oh oh yeah We're you just do kind of live out in the country a little bit and people just don't come out there do you want us to swing by would you would bring you Daisy give us some candy I'll give her some keto some candy Halloween dog food oh my gosh so keto update just for fun because I mean people have been with us on this journey now for a while uh, Rachel found this chocolate, and it's called Chalk Zero, I think. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, C-H-O-C I have Zero. And it's not like the cheapest stuff in the world, but because it's keto and nothing healthy is cheap for some reason. But it's the best tasting chocolate I've ever had. Not a, ever had. I've had since being on keto. <laughs> and uh, it's zero grams of carbs. What's in it? Chalk Zero? Yeah. Chalk Zero. Gotta look it up. You gotta look it up. It's really delicious. Are you gonna give Chalk Zero out to kids that come to the house? <laughs> nah, they don't. They don't need that keto too expensive, expensive stuff. Yeah, they get the like real candy. That's. Did you ever go trick or treating when you were a kid? Yeah, no, I did. I, I mean, I don't. I try. I block out most of those memories, but I do know that I. I mean, I had. You know, my parents took. What me. was your favorite costume? Do you remember? See, I don't remember. I don't remember any of that. I don't remember know why. any of the costumes. Do you I remember a, like your favorite candy. I was like a ninja. I think one a year. ninja. There you go. I remember going to. It was like a family friend's house, and she would give us like a full can of soda. Really? I don't know why. Preface <laughs> that with full. It's like why would she give us a half can? But like a full size twelve ounce can of soda. Haley, my daughter in law, was telling us that her dad would give out cans of baked beans. <laughs> Just to make their bags heavy. Oh, uh, there was one year I got an apple, and that was like a bummer. Hey, you don't want an apple Ooh, as a kid. Yeah. Like. If listen, if you listen to Underground and you give out apples, unsubscribe. Don't listen to us anymore because who gives out apples on Halloween? Well, I hope the kids are listening right now, Tower Yokin, because I'm about ready to unveil a secret oh. that I've had for years of how to get the most candy on Halloween. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yes. I found this out accidentally, actually, actually, when I was in high school. A friend of mine, we were we were working at something for like a Boy Scouts or something for Halloween. And so during trick-or-treat night, so we didn't get an opportunity to really do much when it came to trick-or-treating. Right. One night he said, when we got done, he said, you know what, let's go trick-or-treating. I'm like, well, it's kind of late because it's pretty much done. He goes, oh, come on. So all we had were two grocery bags, the paper ones. We cut holes out of them. We used them as our heads. That's all. I was our costume because we didn't have anything else. <laughs> and we went door to door, and he would pound on the door even if the lights were off. Oh, wow. And he would pound kind of loud, and people would come out, and they're like, oh, we thought it was over, you know? Yeah. And we're like, well, sorry, we're running a little bit late. And so they would say, well, I tell you what, we'll just give you whatever we have left. Whoa. Those are some good people. So if you wait till the end, then... That only, it didn't happen just at one house. It happened about every house we went to. That's incredible. So we had a whole grocery bag full of, I mean, we had more candy than anybody. Right. Simply because we waited till the end when people just wanted to get rid of this stuff. That's incredible. So there you go. So here's another option for getting the most amount of candy that okay. you can. Option two. Dress up is something that you can easily swap parts of the costume out to look different and then just repeat the neighborhood a few times there over. There you go. That's more work. Just if, trick or treat twice at the same houses. Right. But if you show up as the same thing, I mean, they're going to know. So it's like go as like a football player, right? But then have a different colored helmet and jersey. Change costumes and, for round two. Yeah. Yeah. So you go through the whole place, change costumes, start it over again, and just re- repeat at multiple neighborhoods. So I love that idea of dressing up in different outfits and going the second time around. 
That way, you could also skip the houses that do the apples. Oh, that's good. Or just return just to the houses that you're like, hey, I really like that candy. So you you take a notebook and pen, note the house numbers that you want to revisit. There you go. And then that honestly would be good for following years, too kind of a like a pro tip you know you write down all the house numbers that give out the good stuff full-size candy bars that kind of thing and then you know next time you go to that neighborhood the following year don't stop by the houses that give out the bad stuff now let me give you one more option those are two options here's the third option and the work is increasing as we go okay it might take a little bit but different towns around here i don't know if you knew this or not they have different official halloween nights they're not always the same night I know where you're going with this. So what you do is you just hit that town on the Halloween night and then go to another town on a different Halloween night. Yep. More and more candy, man. You just keep piling it up. So there's there's a way to combine all three of these things. And again, we wish we would have planned this ahead of time. We're just kind of throwing this all out on the spot here. But here's how you do it. You do what Darren just said. You go to all the different communities on the nights that trick-or-treating's happening. You take multiple costumes and you change into the new costume at the end of the night as you see lights are turning off, and then that way your second trip through, there you go. You collect t- all the excess, and you hit every town around here. You'd be like the Jesse James gang, man. Yeah, and then you can then like you can bandits. sell that candy on the black market. You could be a Halloween bandit. Wow. Another option is skip trick or treating completely. Wait until all the candy is clearanced out at Walmart the next day, and just go buy bags of candy. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that requires buying stuff. That's true. There the is stuff money we're talking involved, about doesn't yeah. really require much. But I bet if some of the parents are listening right now, and their options are either do everything we just said, which sounds very awful, or spend ten dollars on candy. But think about it, parents. What kind of experience is that? You always you buy stuff at Walmart all the time. That's true. You don't have these kind of experiences with your kids. Yeah, like we we're describing. Do the all first this three stuff. options. Yeah. So, hey, it is, uh, it, have a good time. Yeah. You know, be safe. Yeah. And watch out for candy that has bad stuff in it. Whoa. Oh, it took a dark turn. I know. You're going to end on that note? Probably not. No, no, you should. No, that. you should. Don't watch out for the bad stuff. Watch out for the bad stuff and have fun with the good stuff. This is Underground. It's good stuff. Hey, Stuffers, welcome back to Stuff with Tyler. It's the part of the show where I tell you some stuff. And as you know, on season two of Stuff with Tyler, we have done a segment within a segment that has the same name, same same theme every week, and it's called Let's Talk About the New Kanye Album, and I'll tell you whether your opinion is right or wrong. Okay. So... Is this another quiz, kind of? Um, yeah, no, but I mean, it's the same thing we do every week, so you should be pretty familiar with it. And as I'm really confused about that, what do you mean it's the same thing we do every week? And as you know, Darren, being the guest that I have every week, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna talk about the new Kanye album, okay, that he dropped um a few days ago. Uh, it's called Jesus is King, and uh, just yeah, just now talk- is Jesus spelled like Jesus this time, or is it spelled different? Like- um, it's not spelled like Jesus. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, or which was the name of his, I think, 2013 album, Jesus. Right. Uh, no, it's actually Jesus. Uh, I, yeah, so I don't know if you've heard or read or seen anywhere on the internet over the past few days, but Kanye has come out as a born-again Christian, Bible-believing Christian, um, and he released a full-on Christian gospel rap album. Well, I saw something, like a headline about it, but I figured it's just propaganda. 
No, I uh, I believe it's very legitimate. Uh, I actually listened to a two-hour interview that Kanye had with, uh, I think his name is Zane Lowe on Beats One Radio, and uh, he was interviewed just about his faith and about this album and about what he's what he's up to, and he seems to legitimately uh, want to spread the gospel, and, and he's trying to do that with this album that came out, and it's really good. Really? Yeah. Wow. You not listened to it? I have not listened to it yet. Yeah, so... Uh, I've had no reason to listen to Kanye up until now. Yeah, I mean, his old stuff's good. Not, like, appropriate good, but... Yeah, I just don't... I just never really... You're not, not a rap guy? I don't really know much. No, I, I like, oh, you rap, do like rap, but I... I there's only like uh, three or four artists that I really like, and yeah, there's actually I feel like it's been interesting kind of seeing the progression of of what Kanye has kind of been speaking out about and this album and everything, especially in like kind of the Christian world where you and I live. Just because I feel like it's pretty divided out there. Like there's a lot of Christians that like are frustrated by this almost or mad that Kanye is a Christian now, which seems kind of backwards to me like they're they're frustrated that he's coming out and proclaiming Christ because he's been a bad person in the past and then there's like an, another of a far other side of this where like Christians are saying he's basically like the second coming of Christ not really but like they're they're holding him on such a high pedestal that like it's impossible that he'll ever live up to it you know what I mean right and there's not really this it's like there's two teams and they're both vying for him as a player yeah <laughs> Exactly. There's, there's not. I haven't heard as much. That's not true. I've, I, from the people that I'm like close with, I think they have a pretty good understanding of this whole situation. But it seems like there's a lot of Christians that are upset, and that just kind of surprises me that they're mad that someone like Kanye, somebody that you know has lived in the spotlight and their sin and and their views have been very public, that they them coming. Well, to Jesus. don't you think part of that? has to do with just the skepticism that I think is probably fairly healthy when it con- when it concerns pop culture. Yeah. Because you're not sure if he really means it. You know what I mean? Right. Well, let's be honest. Yeah, but I, I, mean, I think when you... You just wonder if it's like a gimmick or another... Prop- you know, That's why I said I just assumed it was propaganda. Yeah. It's not because I don't... I'm not trying to judge him as much as I just think that People spend things all the time just to get attention. Right. No, that's true. And I think in this regard, I mean, because I think he's he's talked like he's a Christian for a long time, and not it hasn't necessarily lined up with necessarily his actions. But I think what I what at least I've kind of noted over the last few, handful of days, kind of reading about him and and looking watching interviews and listening to interviews, it seems very genuine. Like he's actually trying, but he also is living in a spotlight to where any you know mistake is going to be way more public than you or I's. Sure. Um, but it it is just interesting that he's released this album, and it's not good marketing you know what i mean if he were i mean he he knows how to market himself and make headlines and that kind of stuff but coming out as a christian with a christian rap album has upset a lot of his fans unsurprisingly and so he's i mean he's not expecting as high of streaming numbers and reviews haven't been as good for this album and so if it is just a stunt for marketing it's not a good one for him in the lane that he that was makes in. sense yeah um so i actually i i took note of a uh, i hope it's all true oh it's, yeah. it's great that's yeah. fantastic yeah in the interview what was interesting in the interview did was in low he said something along the lines of because they asked if he was still going to make music and he said that he, i mean he views that as a gift from god and that that's kind of a platform that he's able to use 
to help spread the gospel, but he doesn't view that as his job anymore. He views his job um, as being, you know, a missionary, as someone called to spread the gospel. And so he's using music as just one of the ways to do that. Um, but he's actually planning to take, he's going on tour with this Jesus is King album, and he's going to go back and rewrite all of his most popular songs to be G-rated so he can still perform them as like throwbacks in his concerts, but he doesn't want to have the profanity and the language and the wow. and the sexual content and stuff of them, which is pretty, I mean, that's a pretty big thing to say. That's really cool. And we'll see if he follows up on it. And he's obviously doing Sunday services now. He has a weekly service that he, that he does in Calabasas with a, a choir and he has a pastor that he, that's been hired on that speaks every Sunday. And so he's kind of started his own church, um, out there as well. And, that's interesting. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I wanted to read a few of the lyrics from a few of the songs. Um, the first one I thought, or this one's pretty interesting just because I think it, he's kind of calling out what I've felt is pretty prominent since he's announced this album. And it's, uh, he says, what, uh, what have you been hearing from the Christians? They'll be the first one to judge me, make it feel like nobody loved me. Like he kind of calls out, uh, you know, believers for just very quickly judging whether or not he's a Christian instead of kind of letting his work speak for itself and that kind of thing. And then, yeah, he's, I mean, he's got some good, good lines. So every time I look up, I see God's faithfulness and it shows how, just how much he is miraculous. I can't keep it to myself. I can't sit here and be still everybody. I will tell till the whole world is healed. So it's just, he's got some good lines in there. So I wonder if he's going to like duel up with Kirk Franklin now. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool. I hope so. Yeah. I think, I think him and Lecrae could collaborate or something like that. Lecrae. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so all that to say on this stuff with Tyler, Jesus is King. Kanye's new album is out now and it's really good. So you should listen to it. If you haven't listened to it. Well, I'm going to, you talked me into it. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I, yeah, and you should all search out that interview. Um, if you, if you're in any way, shape or form interested in this development, I think it's, I think it'll be really interesting. And again, I mean, I can't judge Kanye and I mean, we'll see what happens over the next, you know, several months, but it's really cool seeing a handful of celebrities kind of step out and, and kind of proclaim Jesus and, and try and show their faith more. Well, it sure is a landscape where they're the minority. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. So it's good to hear. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes, but check out Jesus is King. Um, and then a couple other things happening. Wow. Uh, that was like a really deep uh, analysis there. Hey. Stuff with Tyler is just really. Gosh. Yeah. I guess turned I need, on a dime today. I guess I need to tell you if your opinion's right or wrong, since that's what the name of that segment within a segment is. Uh, My opinion is I'll listen to it and see yeah, yeah, if I Yeah. You didn't really have form, a strong opinion. I'll see if I should form an opinion. Yeah. Come back next week with an opinion okay. on Kanye. Okay. Um, so stay tuned for, again, the segment within a segment that we do every week. Uh, and hey, just a couple things coming up at New Hope. We have starting point at both of our campuses. We have it on November 3rd at noon at our Effingham campus and then November 10th at our Newton campus also at noon. Lunch, child care provided. If you are newer to New Hope and you've never been through starting point, uh, it's a great way to figure out who we are, what we do, how you can be a part of it. Um, and it's a great time to meet the staff, ask questions that you might have. So uh, visit newhopechurch.cc slash starting point to learn more and get registered for that. Also coming up this Sunday, November 3rd at our Newton campus, we have Pie Night of Worship. So uh, just be sure to come out for a night of worship, bring a pie to share. There's going to be, I mean, pie and worship. How can you, how can you even beat that? I'm pretty sure they both come from the same Greek word, <laughs> pie and worship. Yeah, I've, I've heard, I've heard that. It was in Kanye's new album. Um, so yeah, this Sunday, November 3rd, 630 to 8 p.m. Um, at our Newton campus. Be sure to come to that. Uh, that was Stuff with Tyler. Stay fresh. Cheese bags.
Welcome to the first ever Seven List. Tower Yoakum, do you know what Seven List is? I'm hoping you'll tell me. I'm going to tell you because you're going to participate at some point. Oh, cool. What I thought we would do is we would just throw out a Seven List, like our top seven things of whatever we come up with. And I'm going to have one today. Okay. And I thought sometime maybe you could throw your own Seven List out there. Okay. And we'll just bounce yeah. uh, bounce some ideas off each other. But uh, it's not it's not the same as uh, sounding board because those are uh, things I actively want to see happen or do. These are just more like uh, top top seven list of whatever you know. So, oh, okay, yeah, I'm so into it. So today, the seven list I have uh, since we're in the season anyway is my top seven unique Halloween costume ideas. Perfect. So here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Number seven. I'm going to start number seven, work my way to number one. Put 10 seconds on the clock. Number seven is is dress up like a guy in a giant pumpkin boat. Oh. Remember you were showing how people took these gigantic pumpkins, gutted them out, and used them as boats? Yeah, there was that pumpkin race Well, in if you just Oregon. make some leg holes, you could pull the pumpkin up, put it on suspenders, yes. and then get an oar. Oh. You know, it look like you're in a giant pumpkin boat. I love that. It might take some explanation when people ask what you are. Or not. Or not. Just let them wonder. Yeah. And then uh, number six. Okay. Uh, You dress up like the Joker, but there's a little bit of a twist. Okay. You have to dress up like the Joker who is trying to be Joaquin Phoenix. Interesting. Like the Joker is a clown, but then he puts on makeup that looks like Joaquin Phoenix. So it's like you're living in a hypothetical world where the Joker exists and you're him, but he is trying to get an acting job as Joaquin Phoenix. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That'll really confuse people, and it's a great Halloween costume idea. So at the end of the day, I mean, when you're out there trick-or-treating, you'll look like Joaquin Phoenix? Well, yeah, but it, you you can tell like the Joker, you're the Joker who's trying to look like Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, so you just weren't completely He's successful. Not very good at it. Yeah. Okay. And so therefore, people are confused. They're like, "Hey, you're not Joaquin. You're the Joker. You're the Joker trying to be Joaquin." And you're like, "Yeah, give me the candy." All right, number five, Bark Ruffalo. Uh, <laughs> this is a dog that's slowly turning into the Hulk. Wow. So you're actually a dog. You're dressed up as a dog being Mark Ruffalo. Right. So we call you Bark Ruffalo. Yeah. I love Mark Ruffalo. But you're like a dog slowly turning to the Hulk. So he's kind of like a dog costume and a Hulk costume kind of put together as if you're transforming. Wow. Yeah. An angry dog. Right. Obviously. Okay. Here's the next one. The ghost of Steve Jobs. Whoa. Too soon, man. Wow. Is it too soon? Yeah, that hurts. The well, I thought, you know, be like a black turtleneck, but there's like you're painted all white. Oh my gosh! That's Maybe so some st- chains like Jacob Marley and the Christmas yeah. Carol. Yeah, so you wear some mom jeans, black yeah. turtleneck, white New Balance kicks. Got your an iPhone in your hand. Yeah, an old one. one yeah, the the, the original, the OG. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, mean, I don't know. I just think there's a lot of things you could do with that costume. Yeah, actually, I would. that is something I would be. Now that you say that, I love that idea. It makes me sad, but I love it. Number three, I call the deer hunter. And basically, that's exactly what it is. You're dressed like a deer who's in hunting garb and holding a rifle. <laughs> that's so ironic and funny. I love it. So the deer is the one hunting, obviously. Hey, you're, a, you're, not a, you're not a deer hunter. You're a deer hunter. Yes, 
Wow, that is meta. Very unique, very unique idea. Yeah, you could have somebody else dress up as a deer hunter that's being hunted by the deer hunter. Yes, I love that. Yeah, in fact, they could. Yeah, it could go together. Yeah, it could be like a couple's. That's a couple's costume idea. Exactly. Yeah. Number two, if you remember the news story we talked about the, a couple weeks ago, you could dress up like a waterlogged prairie dog that was just resuscitated from CPR. <laughs> That's oddly specific. By a couple of high school kids in a YMCA pool. So that's a very specific period of time in a in a prairie dog's life. It's like you got to be panting or like. I'm not sure what a disheveled prairie dog looks like, but that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, you can go find that new story. Maybe they a had wet, a wet, disheveled prairie dog. Yeah, so you have to always be pouring water on your prairie dog costume. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, and then number one, drum roll, please. You can dress up like Trump's hair, Donald Trump's hair, just the hair. So then it wouldn't be a wig on your head. No, you are the wig. Okay. So it had to be like life size. Yeah. Just the wig. Wow. That's, that's a good number one for sure. <laughs> just Trump's hair. Just a just a toupee. You're yeah. A, People are like, well, who are you? I'm Trump's hair. Yeah. It's not who yeah. I am. It's, it's what I am. What part of who I am. Yeah. What part of Americana am I? <laughs> Americana. I'm Trump's hair. We're getting real political here on Underground <laughs> talking about Trump's hair like this. <laughs> Well, hey, you don't have to vote for it. Yeah. So it's not democratic at all. That's true. It's me being a dictator saying these are great ideas. Take them. Take them. Use them. You use have, them. You have a few days to Cherish figure this out. Them. Yeah. Cherish them. Use them. These are all homemade ideas. They're free. Free. I'm not. We're not charging a dime for them. Yeah. Go and ahead. And pull over in your car and uh, write down whatever one you uh, want to remember and go home and do it. So this was our first seven list. What do you think, Tower Yoakum? I love it. Yeah, I'm trying to, I mean, I'm trying to think of what I could make into a seven list. Maybe my seven seven favorite Apple products. I can only imagine what's coming. My seven favorite Kanye songs off his new album. Stay tuned for the next seven list on the next time. So yeah, I mean, it's Halloween coming up and all that. We've been talking about that. It's fall, it's October. But also coming up is this weekend, we put we set the clocks back an hour. Oh, I wish. And you think it's dark that. now early? Ugh, I'm so bummed. I mean, it's like six o'clock and it's already pretty much dark. Yeah. Now it's gonna be five o'clock. I hate that. The sun set at like five fifty nine last night, so yeah, it'll be five o'clock now when it gets dark out. You know, have you ever heard the story as to when this actually got started and why? Daylight savings time. Yeah. I honestly feel like I have heard it, but I don't remember it. It had something to do with a president or like something, right? It was actually, uh, actually where it came from was World War One, right? Oh. Germany had proclaimed this day to set everyone's clocks back because they wanted the country to conserve fuel. Huh. And so by doing the daylight time or whatever, so you're, you're it's darker faster. You're not out running around. And they were trying to, they're doing it towards the war effort. Well, then we took on the idea. So 1918, it was actually signed into an idea for the, you know, for our country to be doing the same so the premise, kinds of things. So the premise was that because it got dark, people would drive less and that would give us more fuel to use for war efforts? Well, I don't know. I don't know if it was just about driving, but I think it was just conserving all sorts of things. And I really don't understand their whys. Yeah, I was just reading about it, and that's what was said that it was it was uh it was trying to rally the country around, and so we're getting it from Germany, which is who we were fighting. Yeah, but we took on the same idea, and then FDR really pushed it during World War II. 
uh, as well. So at, during, before World War II, actually up into the 60s, it wasn't actually a federal mandated kind of thing huh. for most of the country. Yeah. Even though there's parts of the country that still don't do it. Arizona. Like well, Arizona. Well, but you know why? Why? Because of the Navajos. Oh. Because they did not want it. I didn't know that. That's cool. That's my understanding, yes. I loved not participating in it. When it, you were in it Arizona? It felt, one, rebellious, but two, <laughs> kind of fun. Were the only ones? Yeah. But anyway, it's, it, I guess it makes sense in the sense that you've got more daylight hours if you get up early and the sun's up earlier. Yeah, if you seems. get up early. Yeah. Yeah. But So anyway, don't forget to set your clocks back because that means church this Sunday, you know, you might, you don't want to show up an hour early. Right. Or an hour late. How does that work? Hour early. You don't want to show up an hour early because you didn't set your clock back. Oh, that's true. So we get an hour, extra hour of sleep. That's correct. Wow. That's fun. Yep. Okay, cool. always think of it as spring forward and fall back. Yes, that's right. So So. yeah, I guess this is a good, a good part of it. That's like a good side effect is you get one night a year where you get more sleep. What are you going to do with that extra hour this Saturday night? Sleep. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to sleep the same time that I always do. and uh, I always say that, and then I stay up later, and it's like, well, I don't, you know, it's, oh, not, I got an hour. it's not really that yeah. late. I get an so. hour. Yeah, no, I'll go to bed just as early. Hey, we also have our underground shirts came in that people ordered. Oh, yeah. I've given out quite a few of them, but there are a few people that still, I still need to get their shirts too. They need to pick them up. Oh, nice. But you did a great job on that shirt. It looks great. So hopefully some of you will see the underground shirts people are wearing around there. Yeah. And eventually we'll have another shirt for you to buy in case you're new to the new to the new listener. Yeah. And haven't never had an opportunity to buy one of our shirts. New part of the underground fam. So we'll have those out there eventually. Cool, cool. And this last Sunday too, we also had the panels and flannels. Yes, that was fun. And a lot of people wore flannels, which was kind of cool. We had cool. a lot of flannels Sunday, yeah. which was awesome. Yeah, nothing happened, but they wore them. I'm thinking about just wearing my flannel every week. Yeah. We How should, about that? Yeah. we should. If you listen underground, always wear flannel. New Hope should not have flannel days. We should just become a flannel church. <laughs> we should worship in flannels together, as you said <laughs> from stage. That's exactly right. Yeah. No, it, was, it was good. I thought the questions were awesome. Uh, we are going to answer more on this podcast and bonus episodes right that's right it'll be probably another week yet yep uh, or two before we actually throw a couple bonus content episodes out there but we will not take the place of our of our episode so don't worry we don't want to do that don't worry honestly those weeks will be great because you'll get two episodes of underground i mean sure we might be answering all sorts of very important theological questions and life questions but think what you'd be missing if we just shut down our episode where else would we talk about kanye exactly yeah. Where else will we talk about prairie dogs that are drowning? Exactly. Someone's going to talk about these things. Who, what about $26.6 million you can find in your kitchen? Yeah. Who's going to go into your kitchen ran, one random night and look through it for paintings? Darren and, is. So These things are vital, and I'm glad that we are here in order to save you from the hassle of not knowing about cool things in life. Exactly. So if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to all of the podcasts in the New Hope Podcast Network because on GL Talk, we'll also have some of those questions being answered. Uh, so you can go to newhopechurch.cc slash listen to subscribe to GL Talk, to the New Hope Podcast where we upload our weekly sermons, and to the two newest podcasts in the network, New Hope Mom Life and YouthCast. Now, we love all of our podcasts, but when it comes to New Hope Underground, five stars, all right? Five subscribe. stars. Five stars. 
Five stars. Share. Five stars. Share it. Share it on Facebook. 